0: On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good
1: morning. Welcome to Second Wind. Well, I don't know about you, but it's kind of turning cold here. This is the time of year when we pull out those sweaters and we really start thinking about how we're going to change and change with the weather. So I hope wherever you are that um, you're making this adjustment very easily. Well, I'm excited about our guest today because she and I have traveled this journey of life for a little while together, several years back. But she is indeed a magnificent woman, and I'm so excited to... Bring her to you so that she can share just how wonderful she is. Um, I'm a big fan, as you can tell. Um, Julie Flippin is our guest today, and she is a business strategist, trained as a psychotherapist and dynamic international speaker. She is the author of pitfall or Powerful, You choose. and co-author of Faith, Finding Answers in the Heart. As a business strategist, Julie works with courageous, passionate entrepreneurs and business owners. She helps them build the businesses that they are dreaming of with her unique three-step approach. For over 30 years, Julie worked as a controller, sales manager, and HR specialist, and has created three successful six-figure businesses over the past 17 years, Julie takes fear out of marketing, the resistance out of selling, and creates strong, workable strategies for business owners to achieve their goals. It is her privilege to teach and encourage her clients on their journeys while holding them accountable to create their ultimate result, success. Now, on the personal side, which I always like to share with with you listeners, is that two years ago she married Ed, and they now share their lives between Canada and Naples, Florida. And believe it or not, she's in Naples, Florida at this very moment. So, welcome, Julie. We're very happy for Thank- you to be with us today.
2: <laughs> Thank
1: you, Joyce. It is
2: absolutely. I'm just so excited to be on the air with you today. I know you did such a beautiful introduction to me, but I just, I'm going to take a minute right now and say that sure. it's a mutual admiration. You are one amazing woman and it's been an absolute pleasure watching you journey along and inspire other people as you build your business and your life to what you really want. So thank you for doing all of this for us.
1: Oh, that was so sweet, Julie. Thank you. I don't much get (laughs) that kind of response, but I love hearing it. Thank you. (laughs) Isn't that You're welcome. Well, I'm always curious when I read all of these these. these achievements that you had, just where you were when you actually started on this journey. I mean, it, 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 you're just so well trained, and we, I didn't even know some of this about you. So I'm very, I'm very curious. How we get to where we? Where do we start on our journeys? You know, that's such a great that's- question, Joyce.
2: I think sometimes when we look at people and we see where they're at today, we think they've always been that way. But the truth exactly. is, I, I hit a really big bottom when I was 41. So yeah. I, you know, had a very traumatic childhood. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, I, Came to the conclusion, no one told me, but I came to the conclusion that if I were smarter, better, and prettier, my father mm-hmm. would love me and wouldn't be so crazy. He was a, uh, alcoholic and had a mm-hmm. just, just crazy, crazy stuff. He was always getting the guns out and threatening to kill us and some oh, really no. traumatic things. Yeah. yeah. And somehow the little girl thought she was responsible. So I think oh. for all of us, we all have a story, and we all take all these things we learn and all the survival tools we have living in any kind of a home that has a dysfunction in it, and we go mm-hmm. out to the world, right? And that's right. really what yeah. I did, and it was really challenging for those years. Until I hit 41, I was in a lot of pain I was in resistance mode. I was afraid of everything. And I turned to alcohol and drugs for relief myself. I mean, that's just the truth. It in right. some ways saved my life because I was completely unable to cope with life on life terms. And when I've worked with clients and they tell me they've hit the wall, I will tell you, Joyce, I'm doing my happy dance. Mm. Because we have to hit mm-hmm. a wall of complete surrender to yeah. say, I'm done. I, I can't live like this anymore. And, and I was mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, I was bankrupt in every way. And mm. it was, you know, I when I hit that bottom, I stepped into Alcoholics Anonymous. I went into a 12-step program. And I will tell you, it was the hardest thing I ever did. And it was the best decision I ever made. And that's yeah. where my life took off. Does that does that make sense yeah. to you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It's when we get to that—I call them defining moments. But but yes. it's when we get to that moment that it just—we have to make a decision. We can't go forward. We have to make. We have to yeah. make some changes. Yeah, and you know what? You know. I, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just thinking so about that in, little girl coming from uh, a. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry you to raise my head. <laughs> we have a little lag here. Yeah, <laughs> but we're in Florida. Are we talking to you in Florida? We shouldn't have that lag. I know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I am. I'm in Naples, Florida. So I hope our guest just uh, has a little bit of patience with us this morning. Technology is wonderful, <laughs> but sometimes this is what happens. But what I really wanted yeah. to say is, you know, I'm 24 years clean and sober today, and it's been a marvelous journey. It's been really challenging at times. And, mm-hmm. uh, but what really, for me, is when I started the road of really healing, and changing mm-hmm. my life, I had this desire to work with small business owners. And, I, you know, I had an accounting and bookkeeping business. That was my first business. I loved it. And then I wanted wow. to find out why aren't other, why isn't everybody being successful? And I went back to school and, you know, became a psychotherapist. I created a private practice and worked with children and couples and mm. – CEOs and individuals, and it was, you know, I was nine years really starting to understand what is it that makes the difference where some people seem to live joyously and others struggle. So Mm -hmm. I put all those things together and decided I love business, I
1: love the Mm -hmm. business
2: owner and the courage. And decided to put that together and come back out and start working with the business owner with the thought of building a business from the inside out. And I think mm. that is the difference of true success for a business owner.
1: Yeah. I think it's so interesting. You went from the numbers game to the softer side, the psychology game. and, And how you made that decision, I mean, that is like day and night, different. That speaks well to you, that you're able to make that. I know there was probably, I know I'm a pretty crazy nut about psychology, and I think anybody that gets into the coaching business tends to want to know more about the psyche, what makes the human person do what the human does and how we get some of those fears and down. So I, I can yeah. understand yeah. it, but, but I didn't come from numbers. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, I mean, I, that just adds to your, um, why I know you're so great in what you do, because you, you do cover so many spheres of the business world and being a success. Yeah. Thank you. Thank
2: you, Joy. Yeah. Numbers was, it's what I was trained in, and it's very logical, and I would say it's very safe in some ways. If you think about it, numbers don't lie, they're black and white, you know, Mm. give me the invoices, give me the... So in some ways, it felt safe in that I could be as visible as I was able to at that time without really stepping out on what I call the leading edge, And saying, hey, people, there's something else going on here. This isn't just head stuff. That took time Mm -hmm. for me. I was still in my process of healing and discovering who Mm -hmm. I really was. I mean, without these, if I were prettier, smarter, and better beliefs and afraid Mm -hmm. people wouldn't like me and trying to show up so that I was acceptable in the world. And, oh, my gosh, Joyce, I see it every day. I see it and business owners i see it in individuals that it's like we're taught to be acceptable in the world so so conform fit in don't be who you really are just be mm. likable it's in our education system it's in business it's everywhere we go and so for i see the business owner like breaking that mold and coming out and saying This is who I am authentically, who I am, how I feel, what I believe is my truth. And it Mm -hmm. may, I may change my mind as time goes, because we do, but I'm going to step in and be who I am today, not for you in a way of being acceptable. You know, I was asked the other day, what's your real intention? And I said, you know what my real intention in life is? to Mm -hmm. not care what other people think of me so that I can care more deeply about them and their growth. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I'm caring about your opinion of me, I can't be, I can't care about you as much. It gets, it gets
1: kind of funny, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes as a, client we need to be called on the on our step we need to be called on you're not doing this you're not facing this so we'll grow and that that's really kind of where I see you as the coach being so helpful for me, the client because so many people don't do that
2: yeah, I think that being a coach is a great honor. When people decide to work with me, it is, a, I feel it's a privilege
1: and I mm-hmm. like
2: to mirror back to them what, how they're showing up. So I understand that the whole idea of calling people on it. I think that there's this kind of in between step of almost having them come to it and understanding what it's been costing them to not be who they truly are. I've seen, yeah. I've worked with business owners who have gone from so afraid that people won't like them and hire them to stepping fully into, like really embracing this beautiful, beautiful spirit and human being and having their ideal client come to them. It's almost like, you know, every business owner says, I wish them all would just come to my door and knock on my door and say, hey, can I work with you? <laughs> But energetically, <laughs> when we fall in love, when we fall in love with who we are, and we're able to hold that energy, and and really discover where our gifts and talents are, it almost mm-hmm. feels like that. It almost mm. feels like that. That's what we have to look right. forward to.
1: Right. Yeah. I think um, I don't know if this is the right place, but where do you? Where does the networking? come in that I know is an important part of establishing a business. Do you think that our when you say fall in love with ourselves and our business, mm-hmm. do you think that is what is reflected in our networking so that opens the door to clients? I do or think them Yeah. In? Yeah.
2: Well, you know, we do the, we build our business from the inside out. When we find that confidence or what our passion is, we have to bring in the business tools. There's no question about it. So learning how to have it, you know, sales enrollment conversations that have integrity, learning how to market in a way that feels right and in alignment with who we are is really important. So starting to learn those tools as we go out. So, One of the things I really love about uh, networking is going to meetings, women's meetings, B&I groups, some of Mm those, depending on what your business is, would be where you would find your people. Speaking Mm -hmm. is a wonderful way of networking. It really allows you to be on stage for a a number of minutes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, 10 minutes to 45 minutes. And to to let an audience get to know you. So there's that no like and trust factor. So we're doing that on social media. We're doing that when we show up consistently at networking meeting. And I say consistently because you can't go once or twice. You really need to show up when we're out speaking, when we sponsor events. So for me, it's about finding out from my business owners, the people I work with, where are they the most confident and comfortable? Yeah. Everyone yeah. isn't comfortable on stage, but boy, when they write a blog or they write something, they, the way they do it is absolutely incredible.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's yeah. not a, I think it's not about forcing, it's about what feels right and really mm-hmm. finding those stream of people. But we have to show up, Joyce, you're absolutely right. We
1: have to show up. Mm. We show up. And what arenas do you think we have to? Sh- you've mentioned the social um, and, and networking, but how important is it that we have the the social media show up? The speaking you've referred to; those are some of the tools or the um, m- mediums that we use to get our message out there. Um, is it? I just. Which is more important? Are they all equally important? I think they're all
2: important. Absolutely. The social media is critically important. Let's face it, being online, everybody is online today. Mm. The nice thing about social media, if we looked at Facebook, for instance, there's a lot of Facebook groups specific to certain criteria. So... Working moms, there's groups around that, women who are, uh, you know, new mothers, business Mm -hmm. owners, people who are um, wanting to heal something inside, people who are struggling, people who want to learn how to vision and imagine more. So there's so many Mm -hmm. different groups where our ideal clients might be that we could show up and start to learn more about them from them. To see if we have some solutions for any challenges they may have. So, I mean, I I love that part. Uh, you know, mm. gosh, Joyce, I on social media and doing podcasts like this, like these types of interviews. I'm working. Mm-hmm. I work with people from Germany, from England, from uh, I've had lots of conversations with people from Australia, from all over the states, all over Canada. It's so mm. simple today. So this is because of our reach on social media that we are now connected to the whole world.
1: Right. Yeah, really is. Dee, um, it is amazing how far our reach is. Um, yeah. And, and at the same time, how no matter where we are in the world, we seem to be struggling with many of the same issues. We're, we're yes, common. We we're human. You are human. We all have human frailties and <laughs> doubt, and fear. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah we
2: it. really do. <laughs> you know, you know Joyce. Uh, I'm glad you brought this up. Just if we can, just I'm going to digress just for a minute on the internet and business and the, some of the tool. The way I see it, you know, one of the things that became really important to me when I hit my bottom and as I started to heal was the spiritual journey, having faith, mm-hmm. connecting to something greater than myself. That was, you know, uh, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be uh, sound, uh, say something that might not offend anyone, but here I, I want to really walk my talk. Yeah, for me, I'm going to use the word God. When I started my journey, the 12-step program, for example, is a spiritual journey, and I didn't, it's not that I didn't believe in God or a power greater than myself, source, universal love. I didn't think it believed in me. So that's been an interesting walk, but I kind of, I see it the same as networking in some ways, and this is how. And I often say to people, if if we're trying to figure this out in our brain, and our body, it's, It's. I think it's going to be a tougher journey, and what I learned was, it's when I look at the computer exactly what we've been talking about, and I say, "All right, so here I am. I have access to everything in my computer, all the files Mm -hmm. I've kept, any pictures I've taken. I have access to all of that, but that is all I have access to. The minute I connect to the internet." I have access to everything that is available in the world. Every idea, every possibility exists in the connection. And I just I, I wanted to bring that into our conversation a little bit because I think it's the same thing. When I find myself connected to something that's greater, whatever anyone might call that, God, source, love, a higher energy, whatever anybody would Frame that as when I get connected there, and my energy mm-hmm. is of a higher nature, that is where miracles start to happen, and I believe that is where the real passion and our sweet spot exists for our life. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, uh, you're referring to. Um, you probably know. I'm not recalling this um, man's name, but power versus force hawkins david hawkins david hawkins david David hawkins this in his um um book a very thick book i must say um, said from a reader that struggles with reading Um, (laughs) but i loved his diagram of the levels of energy and where we want to stay he has them all calibrated for those you listeners out there. But I think you can, you can go to our verses four, so you can go to YouTube, which is, I'm just, you know, this is, <laughs> I'm throwing this out because I think YouTube is just fat. I think it's awesome. We can go to oh, yeah we want to and listen. And we could sit all day and just learn and learn and learn and learn if we had that. Uh, um ability to do that. But anyway, David Hawkins, Doctor I think he's Dr. David Hawkins, is um yeah. on YouTube and he talks about the different levels that of the energy that he uh put in his book Power versus versus Force. And I recommend you listeners out there to at least expose yourself to this um, levels of energy that uh, Jerry and I are referring to. <laughs> so, because it is fascinating. Well, I, I love live, it. I'm glad. To... Yeah, I want to live up there with Mother Teresa, which she's at 760, or where she was, yeah. let's say. Uh, yeah. That is an energy level of about the highest that they know. Now, how we calibrated that is also, I believe, on that um YouTube, too. So, anyway, just expose yourself. Go to there. I hope you go there and listen. It's fascinating. So, anyway. I'm glad
2: um, you brought it. I'm really glad you brought it up, Joyce, because I actually created a whole poster, and I it's called The Map of Consciousness. And uh, uh-huh. what I love that, it's one of my very favorite books that's dog-eared for me. The very lowest vibration on oh. that scale is one of, of on. shame
1: Julie, hold this because we're going to go, right? And then we'll come back. I want to share this with my guest. Okay. Awesome.
3: Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling
0: 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome back. We are visiting today with Julie Flippin, And she is an amazing woman. And I know as, as you all have uh, listened to her share her journey and how she has developed into a successful coach that covers all areas of creating a successful coach so that they're not only successful in their their message, but they're also successful in their business. Those are two separate things. And many entrepreneurs never quite nailed the two together. And it's very important that you do so you create a sustainable business. So let's talk we had just been talking a little bit, introduced the audience to Dr. David Hawkins in his book The Power versus Force. And it's just um, I'd like for you to continue with uh, what you were saying about the different levels of energy. Thank you, Joyce. I love that you brought this up seriously. So here's
2: what was shocking for me when I really I created posters for this map of consciousness and I will tell them I use them with every client. so yeah perfect. the very The very bottom level is shame. So the logarithm that he created, you mentioned Mother Teresa was like 740 or 760. Shame is at 20. Just to give the listeners an idea of the difference. So we kind of Mm -hmm. move up shame, guilt, fear is 100. Fear, worry, Mm. doubt, and around there is about 100. And then we move up to anger. Now, here's what's interesting about that one might think, uh, why would anger be at a higher vibrational level? But what happens is when we're in fear, we tend to stop taking action because we stop, we we go into survival mode. So anger, at least there's movement in our energy field. But here's what I love. The critical level of change in David Hawkins' Map of Consciousness is courage courage is the critical Mm -hmm. level of change it's 200 and we go from it's all about me to we move Mm -hmm. into it's all about us it's about we and then we move up to acceptance love joy now you mentioned mother Teresa was 760 i think but he did actually go to a thousand a thousand is enlightenment and he says jesus christ as a man walking planet Earth, was the highest, most evolved human being in our time. Mm. Mm. Okay. So what I often say to the business person, so if I'm working with with small business groups and different things, is let's imagine here we are, we want to create a business or we're in the, the process of creating a business. Where is your energy at any given time? So here's what I'm going to say. When I was a child, I did not know how to have a vision, have a dream, or imagine. So uh, some of my friends were talking about what university and college and who they wanted to be when they grew up. I mean, we were starting the process right then. I was sitting and hoping that I was going to live till I was 16. I was in such deep survival I had, I didn't even know, I didn't know how to dream and have an imagination, like that kind of a vision, until I was wow. in my 40s. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't think mm-hmm. that way. I started to train myself. So it's kind of like this. Imagine... I'm having this idea of I want to work with clients and I know what I want to do. I'm excited and I'm passionate about it. And I'm at like 500 on the scale and it Mm. feels amazing. So Mm -hmm. here's what happens to a lot of business owners. So then we say, okay, well, here I go. I'm going to go out and market and do sales and do all of this. And the Mm -hmm. clients aren't coming right away. It takes a little bit of time to build a business. Maybe we mm-hmm. haven't done all of our inner work, but we're bringing all of our stuff with us into this. So when they're not coming, that energy drops down into fear, worry, doubt. Oh, my gosh, is this going to work? Am I going to make money? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to pay my rent? So now when yeah. they think about the vision, let's say they're at two, uh, not even 200. Let's say they're in fear at a 100 Uh what is available to them from that energetic perspective, they would have the glasses of fear on. Everything that would be drawn to them would be of the same vibration. If we can do a little bit of inner tweaking and get back to 500, now I have the glasses of possibilities and ideas on, and all Uh I see are... Areas where I can find my ideal client and people to talk to, and they want to talk to me because I'm we read energy from each other. It's like, oh my gosh, there's something really dynamic about her. I want to go
1: talk to her. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it does to me. So it's also, I'm always going at to-
2: I'm always saying to my clients, so when we're having our coaching calls, it's like, where are you on the scale? Like, well, I've been really worried, so I'm walking down the path of worry, or I am walking down the path of faith, of knowing, of I don't know how I'm going to get it. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I have a dream, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to Mm -hmm. do my inner work and my outer work and learn the tools, and I'm stepping into it because that's where my real joy is.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I wanted to. Sh- I'm just going to share this with you. I think um, it's really easy. You know, I work with uh, women that are recreating their life after divorce or death loss. Right. And one yeah. One of the things Yay. that um, I see in my clients, and I, it explains the process of of divorce in many times when a woman and myself included, when when we start growing and getting all excited, our night and our mate doesn't, then there are two people living very different vibrations. Now, I think we find yeah. each other when we're at the same vibration and we're attracted to each other. But once one starts growing above the other one, and there's where the dissidence comes in, in the relationship. And it somehow keeps growing and the why and the the valley or the big gorge keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger in the relationship. And it, it, once I understood that and could see that, I don't know, it just made so much sense why you couldn't put quote unquote Hunky Dumpy back together again because the pieces didn't fit. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, right. thank you for turning on the light. You know, it was really exciting because it, it gave some explanation. Um, because from a southern girl, just, you know, it was hard to accept that. Uh, um, I'm going to use this word, although I didn't feel that the failure that a lot of people feel around a marriage that, that, that ends up in divorce, you know? So, yeah that's, yeah, that's just kind of what I was throwing out there.
2: Well, I, I like that, and I really love the work you do, Joyce. It's, we need it. Uh, there are people out there that feel like their life is over because of they've gone through uh, a loss of some kind, whether it's permanent mm-hmm. or death, whether it's mm-hmm. a divorce, it could be, I've retired. I lost my whole world. So I love that you work with people in that way, and I know you do it. I mean, you've got such an awesome process. What I would say is uh, this, I think what you're saying is so valid is we, everything in the world is about relationship, everything. I'm in relationship to, with myself, with whatever higher power or source, And love. And and then I'm in relationship with people in the world. As I continue to grow and evolve, sometimes it happens that my mate, my partner, and I, it might be a business partner, a love partner, that we may be walking down different paths. I Mm -hmm. like to think that there's no right or wrong, good or bad. It just is. And what we really want to do is we want to tell them that our path is better. And come with us. And I wonder (laughs) if we get, we get to the point really evolved enough where we say, what if they're meant to go down that path? I don't know why. I'm not sure what their journey is supposed to be here. And I'm being called to go over here. What if that was okay? What if it was just okay? And we understood that the time we had together was amazing. And now mm-hmm. we're going to follow our dreams and our path. And Wayne Dyer, who was one of my greatest teachers, he explained this so well. He said, imagine your life as a trolley car. And you're, you're the trolley car, and people are getting on your car, and they're mm-hmm. getting off your car. And some mm-hmm. people get on, and they stay on for your whole life. And some mm-hmm. people get on, and they get off, and they never get back on. Some right. people get off. And they get back on again later. It is our ability and willingness to allow them to get on and off at the right times that create joy in our life. Yeah. I Wonderful. love, I just love the analogy he used with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Very good. Good. I like that. Well, uh, I kind of want to turn toward this this book that you co-authored called Faith, Finding Answers in the Heart. Yeah. Now, I I have read your wonderful book, Pit, Pitiful or Powerful, you choose. And But <laughs> tell me about the second book that you have here. Well, uh, Little
2: Littlestone, and she's amazing. She's in Atlanta, Georgia. She's actually written a few books. She's just launched just launched her second book in a series she wrote. So if anyone check her out, she is one amazing woman. She mm-hmm. uh, gathered, uh, I can't remember now if there was eight or 10 stories of finding faith is finding answers in the heart. Mm-hmm. And the, it was really about stories for people who really felt like they were at the end of their rope. It's, yeah, you know when we, you know, they say it gets darkest before the dawn, and all mm-hmm. of these people had such powerful stories of what was it like in the dark, and what happened mm-hmm. where they step back into the light, and oh my gosh, it's just a, it's a beautiful, they're beautiful stories filled with hope and love mm-hmm. and transformation and so yeah. i when she uh invited me to take part i was so delighted to contribute i mm-hmm. i know and believe in our world today people are looking for inspiration and i think there's a difference in having to do things and having to move on and having to do <laughs> whatever we're mm-hmm. doing in yeah. a sale in yeah. our business and feeling inspired to do it Feeling motivated—that's right. really the difference. And you know, yeah. coming back to building business, the the you know, just do the do things, do the marketing, do the sales, do. It. It's like sometimes it feels like we're you know we come back to power versus force. We're forcing, mm-hmm. but when we mm-hmm. feel inspired. So when when I pick up a book like, say, finding answers in the heart. And sometimes I just, I can read a story, and it lifts my energy back up. I, yeah. I'm really happy with that. Music does that for me, and I know it does that for you. But if I'm yeah. feeling my energy's low, I'll put on music, uh-huh. I dance, I sing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but there's something about music. It's about shifting our energy and our vibration. It comes back to that. Then go have a sales conversation. Then write your newsletter article. Then go to your networking event. Then get on stage and speak. Get your energy right. Then show up. Yeah. And building a business is about how to, and that's why I knew when I started my third business, Small Business Savvy, it's, Mm -hmm. I understood my my work was about helping them on both ends. I mean, I love sales and marketing. I love sales. Like, it's, woo-hoo, it's a conversation that's fun because it's the only place that the whole person shows up in a sales conversation. It's the ah. only place. All your fears, all your doubts, all the belief in what you're doing, everything shows up in that mm-hmm. conversation. The reason I love teaching sales so much is because... When you show up with a strong belief in what you do, with the confidence that you know you can deliver whatever it is the solution is that you want to provide for someone, and you know how to have an intelligent, processed conversation, wow, it comes together beautifully. So putting all those tools together and looking after the inside and making sure My energy's right when I'm doing those things. Mm -hmm. This is what makes the difference. Joyce, I don't know about you, but the support, the people I hang out with, the groups I'm involved with, the conversations I'm having, I want them to be about that. So I, I became, at different points in my life, I became very cautious about who I was spending time with. Who was I having conversations with? I love the idea of business community. I love, I created a yeah. small business group because I wanted to create like-minded people sitting, and even when we felt like, oh, my gosh, I feel like it's all falling apart, to be surrounded by people that could hold them where they were and help lift them back up.
1: In our now, connections
2: with people.
1: Yeah. You mentioned small business community. Is that... um a um, a group that you have, or a mastermind? Or- uh, yeah, I have. Well, my business is called Membership. Small Business Savvy. Yeah,
2: pardon me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Small Business Savvy. So, I, I mean, I work a couple of ways. I work privately with clients, so one on one, and mm-hmm. I also uh, once a year put together a small group of business people. And we spend nine or ten months together, and we work on our vision and our energy and sales and uh, marketing. And awesome. we support each other. And yeah, there's a lot of accountability. It's I love I love my business group. So they're amazing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I think it's important that we really get connected. We get wow. connected with people who are where
1: we're at in our journey today. Yes. Uh, share with us, if you will, how I know you're offering um, um, a special um, complimentary session, so I'd like you to talk about that and then also just how my listening audience can find you um, because I know there's some people out there that, that want more information about what we've talked about today. So, first off, could you share your offer that you're giving my listeners today? I will. I'm offering
2: (laughs) anyone a a 30-minute complimentary call. So, I call them strategic uh, planning sessions. So, that 30 minutes would be about where you're at, what's going on, what's the problem, and I mm-hmm. would hope I could give you some value in what would be the possibilities for you moving forward, and mm-hmm. the way people uh, can find that is if they go to my website, which is smallbusinesssavvy.s dot com. If they go to the about link there's a there is an opt-in right there for that 30minute call when they click on it it takes them right to my calendar I'd be delighted if there's someone that has really resonated and feels aligned with what I'm talking about and wants to talk about where they're at and and how they might shift right. to move forward to create something more significantly I would be delighted to talk to speak with them I really would and right. you know Joyce yeah again i'm doing that uh it's something i do but i'm drawing people to that because you asked me and i yeah. you know i just have so much respect and love for you that uh i wanted to give something back to your
1: listeners. oh yes i uh, well i just think you're fantastic i've always loved my work with you and so um i th- i want to share you <laughs> But you also <laughs> you have a presence also on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com yeah. slash small business savvy, yeah. uh, Twitter, yeah. and that's yeah. Twitter.com slash Julie Flippin. And then you're also yeah. on LinkedIn. And yeah. that one is LinkedIn.com yeah. slash, I mean, slash n slash julie hyphen flippin hyphen a three seven four two b three slash mercy me and we're gonna
2: <laughs> oh and, but but seriously if you if anyone really was looking to connect on LinkedIn if you just go on and type my name Julie Flippin really I mean this is this is how um, how amazing this all is today, isn't it, Joyce? You can just go to yeah. Facebook oh, yeah. and type I don't a have to remember name and all
1: that stuff.
2: <laughs> just go. Oh to my goodness!
1: And put gracious. your name in. Yeah. I, what was that? So they just go to LinkedIn and put your name in. Do they have to Absolutely. type it name? No, they can just put in Julie
2: Flippin. And that was, that's all they would have to do, and I would come up. F L I P P I N, and and I would just say, it is my maiden name, so I have heard every flippin' joke about flipping <laughs> that you can imagine. <laughs> but what's interesting oh, you, when Anne. I started <laughs> when I started my private uh, practice, I got together a little board of directors to help me just. Set it up in the right way and I want, I really wanted help from some mentors and they said, mm-hmm. call it the Julie Flippen Center. And I said, I don't want to use my name. What would people, they'll think that I think I'm old. <laughs> See what I mean? Even back then, I'm like, what will people think of me? Anyway, <laughs> they won. I called, I called it the Julie Flippen Center. I had a, a beautiful offices downtown where I lived and with a big sign on the building.
0: And people,
2: I can't tell you how often I said, I remembered you because of your name. I remembered <laughs> you because I never forgot your name. And I thought, okay, so there's something much bigger at uh, play here than my little man yes. and what I'm
1: worried about. So. It worked to it's, your advantage uh, there, right? <laughs> it really did. It really did. Yes. Yeah. I think, you know,
2: Joyce, I would just sum up and say that I believe the real success and joy in life comes from creating a life that we love. What what would that look like? Where am I at in my journey today? It's going to look different than it was a year ago. Creating that life, what is that about? And then backing my business into it so that... Mm -hmm. Everything isn't just about the business. I think your business is your vehicle for personal expansion. And it is an extension of who you are. But your business isn't you. It's an extension of who you are. And I think when we really embrace this idea that this is about life and this is one of the things, this is how I serve in life and I feel aligned and authentic and passionate about it, everything seems to come into harmony and balance
1: for a person. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, When we're more in alignment with who we are, I think life gets so much easier. And, uh, And, you know, happier. Yeah. And,
2: you, you know, Joyce, if we were just talking about your ideal client for a moment, so the, you know, the woman that, going through a major transition of, of loss, through mm-hmm. divorce, through death, uh, I would imagine them coming out, moving on the other side of that, it would feel very unbalanced. There would be no harmony. And being in the the process of, of trying to transform and finding, it's like life after death, life after divorce,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that mm-hmm. starting to think about Even having a thought of what would that life be and then what's in between where I'm at today and really creating a life and, you know, the process that they can go through. But to know that there's something on the other side of it, there is a life that's right there. And this is why I believe it's so important. I can tell you how much personal work I've done on myself and hired people like you and hired you know, counselors yeah. and therapists, and, you know, I believe in energy work. I'm a tapper. I love EFT and tapping. I believe yeah. it. Right. Amazing, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, to really invest back in yourself, just to have someone help you discern what that vision might be and to hold, you know, I, we are so blessed because I think as coaches we're standing here holding a right. space. Filled with light and love and possibilities and, and inviting our clients to step in. And you know what? When I hold a space, I'm not moving. I'm not going where they are. I'm going to hold this space and do Damn. everything in my power to help them move and step into that so that they can be all they can be in this lifetime. Beautiful. I, re- I read on. I read online yeah. the other day, and Anthony Hopkins <laughs> says, Not, none of us are getting
1: out of here alive. (laughs) Well, Julie, it has been such a wonderful pleasure for me to be able to visit with you again, but also to share just your, I'm going to call it genius because I love that word, um, with my audience. I, um, thank you so much for being on my show today, um. I know there are people out there that have benefited from your message. Um, it was just a great experience. So I wish you the best. As in, Oh, thank well, you, Joy.
2: Yeah. Thank so, you, really. Thank you. It's been an honor. It's been an honor to be invited.
1: Well, one of the things that um, we do get to do in our business is change lives. And just by being on this show today, I know we have at least started the process for some yeah. listener out there that we can't yeah. even imagine who that woman is or that man is that may be listening yeah. to us. But I sure do appreciate that you shared. So thank you. My dear listeners, we are going to say goodbye now because it's over and we have to leave. Mm-hmm. But I look forward to next week when we will touch base again. So have a great week. Make a difference and make a decision.
3: We love you.